Welcome to the South Mims U podcast, the only place you'll get ideas out of left field with experts on all the bases. That was my attempt at a sporting metaphor, which, I feel, fell a little flat. No, no, it was amusing, very amusing. Oh, thank you. That was Cornelia Velt, our Associate Professor of Digital Humanities. Hello. Now, that's an interesting title for a department, Digital Humanities. It is. When I put in my proposal to South Mims U for a set of courses on the subject, I thought I'd made it up. But it turns out there are a lot of Digital Humanities courses out there. Well, that's the problem with digital culture, isn't it? You get an idea and you immediately find that millions of other people have had the same idea. It's actually quite depressing. Yes, there's a podcast about how Google makes you feel unoriginal from South Mims U. It's worth a listen. Well, I'm sure it is. Now, Cornelia, let's talk about your thesis, uh, which is that digital is fast becoming not just a fad or an industry or even a cultural phenomenon, but an actual religion. I mean, how does that work? Again, this is not an original idea. Quite a few historians, sociologists, religious studies experts, as well as culture and media specialists, are noticing that there is a deeply sacred element to the way in which we use and regard digital technology. What, we see digital as somehow magical? Well, that's true, but it's an idea that's become a bit of a cliché, to be honest. I mean, the old quote by science fiction writer Arthur C. Clarke, that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable, distinguishable from magic, is used all the time. But as ever with anything that's become a cliché, there's more than a kernel of truth in it. So we worship our digital tech? In a way we do, but it's not something that we're doing separate from the people who sell us the tech. In fact, they, the big tech corporations, are acting like high priests of a new religion. Well, sure, I mean, I I can see that in, in the way that, for instance, Steve Jobs is idolised. But a Bezos, a Zuckerberg, I can't see them as well akin to something like a, a Pope or something. Well, perhaps not a not the Pope, but a Cardinal, a theologian, that kind of thing. The point is that capitalism itself has morphed from being an economic system into a religion, a new religion. There's an excellent new book by an American scholar, Eugene McCarraher, called The Enchantments of Mammon, and he traces the rise of capitalism alongside the Protestant and Puritan strains of Christian faith. He shows that corporations and management writers and business schools have turned the market system into a faith, one just like, for instance, Catholicism, with its rituals and commandments and saints and theologians. But you go one step further, don't you? Well, it's not me that's going one step further. It's the tech companies themselves, the way they organise their people and how they run their offices, the things they say in their marketing and in their PR. They're beginning to sound like what priests and preachers and pastors say about the soul and creation in general. But it's still a business. I mean, it's it's still about commerce and especially money, isn't it? Well, it's all of those things, yes. My point is that those things have been sanctified. They have become sacred. We now dare not to disbelieve. We don't challenge the power of money, the corporation, the tech, the brand and the advertising that goes with all of those things. Sounds like constant sermonising of a, relig- of a religion of both consumerism and corporate power. That sounds... 
Well, it sounds frightening. By making capitalism sacred and framing it as God-created, God-given, then it's hard to challenge. But the corporations themselves are always being criticised for bad business practices, or for paying their workers a pittance and putting them on zero-hours contracts, expecting their executives to work all hours, seven days a week, and for not paying their corporate taxes. Well, they're working to frame those things as God's will. Like the Puritans of the Reformation, they want to frame that constant grinding work as a sacred duty, a sign that God has blessed you, that you are one of the chosen. It's a pretty, well, wild theory, if you don't mind me saying so. I don't mind at all, but there is evidence that we're on the verge of the next step in this trend. We have, here in South Mims, an example of what I'm talking about in microcosm, the Kumquat Corporation. Kumquat. That sleek white building that just by the motorway junction. Oh yeah, the, the one with the big Q on the side. It's the fruit, Kumquat, but with a Q. Their logo, I mean it looks just like a rip-off of apples. I mean it's, it's a squashed kind of apple with a, a stalk on the bottom. Apple is suing them. What does the Kumquat Corporation do? Well, this is what my students are working on right now. A project to analyse and understand the new digital religion through this rather strange organisation. So what does this corporation make? Souls. Sorry, what? Souls. They make souls. Digital souls. They'll provide you with access to your soul through technology. I don't understand. Religion is based on the idea that we have souls, our spirit, our essence, which is God-given and eternal. It was created by God and given to you at birth. Some people believe it existed before you were born, but when you become human you have to manage your soul, care for it and ensure that it is pure enough when you die so that you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, but a soul, I mean... It's invisible. It's spiritual. It exists outside of time and material reality. I mean, it's what gets all grunged up with sin, isn't it? I wouldn't quite put it that way. But yes, that's what many religions say. It can be cleaned by contrition, by charitable works, by just being a good person. And it's constantly monitored by God. It's, um, it's like your OS, your operating system. Ah, you see. Immediately you're using digital metaphors. That's my point exactly. But an operating system, an actual OS, is based on a motherboard. The motherboard of God. Well, yeah. Well, sure. I mean, I mean, it's a set of things, materials, technologies. It's not an essence, an intangible. It's real. Sure, computers are real. Digital is made up of stuff. But that's missing the point. Well, what is the point? That we believe we have a soul, or should have one, even if we're not religious. It's, as I said, an essence, your essence, your individual uniqueness. But in a world of corporate anonymity, we don't feel like individuals anymore, which is why Kumquat have created their digital souls. I still don't get it. It's a hard concept to grasp, which is why we decided to document their work as a case study for the idea that digital is becoming a religion. So we worked with the journalism department to investigate Kumquat. Right, you did uh, an undercover kind of thing, right? Yeah, we did. Kumquat is very secretive. Its executives live in what is really a monastery. You're joking. I'm not joking. They're nearly all male and they're celibate. Their entire board of directors is celibate, including the single female member. 
She's celibate too. What, then they're not married? No, and nor can they ever be married. Well, that's ridiculous. It's what the Catholic Church has done for a thousand years. Well, look at that. Well, it's still almost as popular as Facebook. Oh, oh God, when you put it like that. Oh, dear. I posed as a job seeker and applied for a post in Kumquat's marketing department. Here's a section of a recording I secretly made of the interview. We've disguised the voice of the guy who interviewed me just to protect him, and the name I used was Mariella. Okay. Well, Mariella, your CV is impressive. Thanks. Now, there are just a few things. Yeah? Um, we have a dress code here. Uh, it's no uh, short skirts uh, like that one. Oh, is this too short? A tad. Should it be, like, below the knee? Um, yeah, way below the knee. I mean, could you wear, like, trousers or a maxi skirt? Okay. And if you have a meeting with a board member, you've got to, um, well, you've got to wear this. What's that? A veil. A veil? Yeah, yeah. sounds strange, but our board members are, like, you know, celibate. Okay, sure, I don't mind. You don't? No. We get a lot of heat about this. We're being sued about it, but, I mean, I mean it's not a sexist thing. It isn't? No, no, men, men have to wear a veil too. I mean, just in case, you know... They're attracted to someone on the board or, you know, even if they're male or female. Yeah, right. Equal celibacy. Sure. No problem. Well, that won't hold up in court, will it? It will if Kumquat wins its case to be recognised as a religious order. Well, that's what they're in court to do, is it? It is, yes. They've even asked for Steve Jobs to be their patron saint. But he's not a saint. Well, that might change pretty soon. Now, you're still wondering about their product. This digital soul that they're selling, aren't you? Well, sure. I mean, I just don't understand the concept. I mean, what's the business model? Well, I, as Mariella and wearing a rather fetching veil, got to speak to a board member. Right. Uh-huh. You were living dangerously then. Well, I wouldn't put it quite like that, but what was clever was that the veil I wore was the recording device. Genius. And again, we've disguised the guy's voice. Here's the tape. That's a very nice veil. Is it one of ours? Thank you. No, I ordered it off Amazon. You can get anything off Amazon. You can. I'm really excited to work here, and I just need to, you know, understand the essence of the product. The digital soul. The key to the universe. The what? The key, spelt with a Q, to the universe. It's our key is the key. Key spelt with a Q instead of a K? We don't like Ks. The K is an ugly letter. I've had to live with it my whole life, which is why I'm replacing my K with a Q. Hmm. But once you have the Qui, I can't really say it with a Q. Just say key. With a K? No, imagine it has a Q, but say key. Sure, right. It's just with a Q when it's written down. No, it's with a Q when you say it in your heart and your soul, but it sounds like key. Yes. Sorry, so the key is in your brain. Sanctified in your brain. A blessed connection between your soul and the universe. But then what does it do? It connects you to heaven. And that's it? And it channels your desires. What kind of desires? Well, we did a deal with Amazon, and you can order anything you like just by wanting it. So it's a commercial thing as well as a spiritual thing, the key. Money is God's way of showing his love to the people who really love him. It's clearly a scam. 
Hmm, that's your opinion. Kumquat are extremely litigious, so I must point out that what you said is purely your opinion and not that of South Mim's you. Sorry, yes, yes, it's my opinion, or was. <laughs> I just changed my mind. Uh, what a divine business model that is. <laughs> but there is a problem. With the technology? No, that works. Uh, to sell stuff. The God part can't be proven until you, well, die and find out whether having the key in your brain has given you an advantage in the next life or not. So what is the problem? I mean, <laughs> don't tell me it's with the celibacy thing, right? Exactly. Why am I not surprised? And we think that the whole celibacy thing is a front. We have evidence that members of the board, who are supposed to be celibate, are not quite sticking to the rules. What, they're uh, bothering female members of staff? And male ones. There is one woman on the board, which is why the Equality Commission is forcing them to employ more women in management positions. But, I mean, they would have to be celibate too, right? Yes, we have evidence that the rules are routinely broken by board members, though. They're using their keys to access porn, which goes directly into their brains. Uh, wait a minute, hold on. They use their souls to access porn on their de devices? No, not on their devices. It's just there, in their minds. Sexual fantasies digitally delivered. Right. Uh, well, no, you know, that's, that's a, a great business idea. Please, this is a serious no, issue. No, 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 but don't you see? I mean, that's genius. It might be genius, but it reveals the true nature of the key. It's just a way to get into consumers' brains so they buy more stuff compulsively just by wanting it in their minds. We have a whistleblower, a man who is a non-executive director of Kumquat. He agreed to talk to us, but only if we disguised his voice. This is Alfred, not his real name. Oh shit, I mean Ludwig, or Jesus, sorry, uh, Both of those names are false names. Alright, okay, just, just play the tape. These guys say they're celibate, but they're not. I mean, they're jerking off the whole time. And they're jerking off their gullible clients too. I mean, not literally. Anyway, the, the software for the key is different for the leaders, for the board members. When you get the key put in your brain and you're an ordinary person, it just sells you stuff. But you think it's God telling you to buy it. That's clever in its own right. But it's a scam, a big scam. They got the idea from America. You see those shopping channels and then the religious shopping channels and you get those slick preachers selling you stuff. I mean, everything from time off purgatory to Zimmer frames and constipation remedies. Well, Quamquat's founder... River Jordan, he saw the light. Why not get God to be your salesman and make it that your thoughts, the voice of God in your head, is what orders the stuff and takes your money right out of your bank account? The hand of God in your purse or your wallet. And River Jordan gets it all. But they've rewired the keys so that the supposedly celibate leaders can access free porn and see through veils. And, and it's like a bacchanalian thing over at South Mims at the HQ. It's horrible. 
I had my key taken out, but I got infected. I don't have long to live. You have to take these people down. We've sent that tape to the police and the trading standards people. It's it's quite surreal. It is. It would also be funny in a strange kind of way if it wasn't so insidious. Okay, so, so where are you up to in this investigation? Well, yesterday I managed to get in to see the founder and CEO, River Jordan, himself, and it was quite an encounter. Sorry, who? River Jordan. He's a charismatic leader, a shaman of the digital realm, if you will. Is his name really River Jordan? It is, yes. And you have him on tape? I do. And this is the first time it's being broadcast. The police have been informed and are investigating the incident. Here's what happened. Hello. Leonard warned me that you were beguiling. This is a new veil. Do you like it? Um, you don't have to wear it in my office. I I thought I had to wear it at every meeting with a company executive. I'm the CEO. The rule doesn't apply here. Go on. Lift the veil. Let me see your face properly. Okay. Ah, Mariella, you are very beautiful, if I may say so. uh, You wanted to talk about the video we're making to promote the new key release. Sit here, here next to me. Uh, No, it's fine, I'm I'm fine here. Have you had the Q key implanted yet? Uh, Not yet, it makes me a bit nervous, to be honest. Don't be nervous, sweet child. When we decide to keep you on permanently, you'll have a special key, the QX key, implanted, which will make you part of the company's entire soul. The company has its own soul. It does. Every company does. Ours is special because we can all connect to it, and it can connect to you. Uh, Is it like internal email or an intranet? Such old-fashioned concepts. It's our soul. My soul and your soul intermingled. It's like the warm embrace of a caring organisation. My warm embrace, but in your mind. Mm, uh, And I have to have the QX key implanted? You do. Um, okay, um, River, could you, could you stay on the other side of the coffee table? Uh, I mean, this is a meeting about marketing. We don't have meetings at Kumquat. We have a communion, a communion of souls and bodies. Get away from me! Well, he's finished, right? We hope so. So this digital religion, it's, it's really just a ruse. In Kumquat's case, it is. But what it shows is that we have a yearning for what the book I mentioned called Enchantment, and we seek it anywhere we can. And religious charlatans like River Jordan know how to make the most of that yearning to fleece us. But the yearning is still real, and digital is filling the void that traditional religion is leaving in people's lives. And using it to sell us stuff. Well, when you have capitalism as your religion, that's what becomes sacred, buying and selling. Well, thank you, Cornelia. It's been fascinating and disturbing in equal measure. I look forward to seeing what happens with the creepy corporation on our doorstep and its equally creepy CEO. Please look out for more South Mims U podcasts. And, people, remember, digital is not the messiah. It's just a very naughty technology. Goodbye. (laughs) 